When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Come right back after you hear from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts now as well. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source. The great guys at Lakerholics.com, and of course, our wonderful friends at the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. It is sincerely appreciated. Well, good news for Lakers fans when we found out that not only would Avery Bradley would be staying around, not only would Austin Reeves be staying around, but Stanley Johnson is going to be staying around a little bit longer as well, as Stanley Johnson got a 10-day contract given to him an actual official NBA, not a hardship, an official NBA 10-day contract. We'll see how far it can go. I think at this point, people are now saying that he should be getting at least another 10-day beyond that and hopefully sign for the rest of the season. So we'll see what happens there. But the other two guys in question, Austin Reeves and Avery Bradley, they got their deals fully guaranteed as of today because the deadline came up. And good thing that that happened because for Avery Bradley, we needed all the offense we could get today because 134 to 118, the Lakers in a high scoring outscored the number two offense in the league in the Atlanta Hawks. Again, a great offensive performance. At times it was the defense. It was on both sides was just really, really terrible to watch. But again, On the offensive side of things, it was really well done. Execution by the Lakers because you had LeBron dishing it out there, even though he was struggling in the first half with his shooting, executed down the stretch. Also as well, you had Malik Monk breaking out with a tremendous game. His status as a starter is being cemented Mm -hmm. each and every game. He's just truly sensational. Did a great job today with Malik Monk. 29 points on 7 of 12 from 3. Avery Bradley, 4 of 7 from 3 and 21 points. Did a great job, especially in the first half. And also, if anybody tried to do the best job he could and actually did a fair job on Trey Young today. Also as well, you had LeBron James chipping in with 32 with a strong second half. And down the stretch, he finally started getting aggressive and going to the basket. I really like to see that. 32 points, 9 assists, 8 rebounds. Russell Westbrook, 
He gets credit for the highest plus minus on the team, a plus 22. But again, it was a roller coaster ride. Nine points, 13 assists, 11 rebounds. And the team actually kind of played better after he fouled out of the game. But, you know, that's just me saying that. And that's just me seeing that. But we'll leave that at there. But also as well, THT, who's been much maligned in the past few days, he had a really strong game at 21 points coming off the bench, even though he still is three-point shot. If he stays out there on the perimeter, it's really hard for him. But if he's driving to the basket, it's a lot better for him. and He feels more comfortable, and it obviously looks that way. But the team, again, really did a great job on the offensive side of the ball as they won 134-118 to 118 over the Atlanta Hawks. And here today to talk about the game and the offensive juggernaut when we have our small ball lineup is a good man indeed you gotta go ahead and check him out today with all his great articles and all his great tweets at laker tom on twitter also as well lakerholics.com and laker tom you really can't justify it's a great defensive effort when you give up 118 points you have to keep everything in perspective but 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 a tremendous offensive performance yet again this week with 134 on the board. You can't argue with that. I will argue with it. I'll argue with it in this way, that what we're seeing today is exactly what the Lakers planned during the offseason. They were going to sacrifice some defense for superior offense. In other words, rather than depending on or making decisions based upon a player's defensive rating, they were going to look at his net rating. And the reason I say that this game was not a poor defensive game is because the reason we won this game was our defense. And I think you will see that same. You can't deny we had a great shooting. We should 17 threes. We played extremely well, but we also scored 28 points off of turnovers compared to 13 from them. We, the margin in this game was the 15 points spread that we got on them on turnovers. And a lot of it was LeBron James in the second half, stripping the ball off of their big players, trading turnovers, guys jumping into the passing lanes. A lot of the scoring that you see in the game is going to be that way simply because we're playing at a different tempo than we've ever played before. We're scoring higher. That means that their ball is there are more opportunities to shoot for both teams. So you're going to get more points. I mean, Jack in the Box may have to raise the ratio from 111 because tonight they didn't get any, you know, any free tacos because we gave up too many points. But the simple fact is that you're not going to hold a team like Atlanta that's the number two team in the league under 100 points. Oh, well, no, I'm asking to, but at times. Yeah, but, but listen, look at, look at how well we played, how few turnovers we made. We but I'm also looking the at the fact that on three occasions we had double digits leads and gave them up rather easily and rather quickly. It's the nature of a game with three-point shooting. I understand. You're an excellent the, three-point shooting team. And in the sport. NBA with runs, you're going to have that. Yeah, it's still, Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich kept them in the game. Bogdanovich got as hot as Malik Monk was in the first half there. But when you have a small ball team like the Lakers do, that's got to be of concern to you as far as the defense of the rebounding. That's no, you, you have, I, th- I think the point I'm trying to make, Gerald, is that it's you can't judge the game with the same criteria because it's not the same game. This is a small ball game. We're going to give up points in the paint, but we're also going to score a lot of points in the paint because we're quicker and faster and mainly because we spread the floor. So there are lanes for everybody to drive now. That's what you're seeing. So the offense is we're scoring sooner in the 
sooner. We're we're taking a shot sooner in the 24 second clock. We're scoring sooner in the 24 second clock. And the other team is doing the same thing. And we had a lot of fast breaks tonight. A lot of those fast breaks were the results of those turnovers. A lot of those were because of the were the generating the 28 points that we got off of turnovers. So our defense is really our 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 entire strategy is our defense ignites our offense. Now that's almost that's almost the perfect scenario you want because if your offense is you need your offense to to basically take advantage of those situations where you really have a guy in the open where you can really turn the ball over and it's a live ball turnover rather than the dead ball turnover. And the Lakers defense I thought was excellent tonight. I'll be interested to see what the defensive rating for the team was and the relative defensive ratings for the players. But I think you'll see that one of the tones will be, yeah, we had a great night. We had great shooting. We had some great games from, from Monk and from THT and from, from Mello and from Avery Bradley. I mean, Avery Bradley sure paid off tonight. Yeah, I don't know how you're going to get Bradley or Monk out of the starting lineup. I mean, it's Stanley Johnson. This guy's going to be removed when AD comes back. But Stanley did a good job defensively. And I thought, I thought we, you know, I saw great defensive efforts by Reeves tonight. I saw great defensive efforts by Monk tonight. LeBron was just sensational. He must have had four or five strips of guys going up for shots. Stanley Johnson, I thought, did a great job. I mean, I thought the team's identity tonight was exactly what their identity as a small ball team is, which is a feisty defensive team that's going to get at you. They're going to fight on every rebound. They're going to fight on every pass in the post. They're going to fight on every shot underneath. And I saw that tonight. I don't care if they foul the guy. At least they're trying to keep him from scoring. There wasn't a whole lot of that easy dunking that we saw in other games. If you've ever played the game and you go out there and you know that you're undersized, man, you got to hit your shots and you're going to give up easy baskets underneath because size really does matter in basketball, especially and when again, that's ball. what I'm saying yeah. right now. You're seeing going to see a lot of defensive lapses with the small. Yeah, so so imagine that. Okay, so, so take that, take what you saw tonight, pull out Stanley Johnson, put Anthony Davis in there, put the bubble Anthony Davis in there. Yeah, but that's the thing. You have to you have to preface that with the bubble Anthony Davis. Yeah, but I preface that. Listen, the bubble Anthony Davis was probably not the Anthony, the true Anthony Davis. But what we've seen this year isn't the true Anthony Davis either. It's something in between this. I hope so. I mean, something like last season. You know, last season before he got. I refuse to take any negatives out of a game like this, Joe. All right. Well, I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell it straight up as is. There's still. You're going to tell it straight up as you're. As your blurred vision is no, as your blurred vision has it right there as well. Frank, this Vogel, is a great. This is a best, this is one of this is the best win against the best team that we've beaten this year. Uh, I don't know. The Hawks are kind of like seventeen and twenty-one right now. That doesn't really denote to me a great team. And again, there's several defensive lapses. Eastern Conference semifinals. The Lakers have to right now have when they have a small ball team. You got how much? Did, how much? How much did Trey get tonight? He had fifty-six the other night. What did he get tonight? Well, again, I see 118 on the board, and you're going to, right now, when you're talking about what Frank Vogel looks at, he's going to talk about great offensive performance, but again, there's still lapses on defense that this this team has to overcome, but when you're playing small nothing, ball, nothing like earlier in the season, get. nothing like earlier in the season, though. No, not right now. And yeah, when, when, very we well. lost that lead in the first, when we lost that lead in the first half, it was mostly because of poor offensive execution, poor shot selection, and turnovers. 
Russ had like back-to-back turnovers and so forth. But again, there's also, because they're small ball, you're going to have these defensive lapses. It's just the way that this team, you have to live with this team where well, as far as that's concerned. There's a difference between defensive un- lapses and getting beaten by size. There's, again, they're going to have defensive lapses all over the place. They were right. hit a tremendous amount the of injuries at times. Did you notice who were rebounding? Did, did we, how do we do rebounding against them? Rebounding, we still lost the battle, but it was a close uh, how many point? How many rebounds? 53 Again, to 56. We lost the battle on the rebound board, but not as bad as when we were got. And how about points in the paint? We lost that battle too, 56 to 54. 50, so that's we actually, lost the points know, in the paint by two. And how many rebounds were we out rebounded? Again, we were. How many? So how many rebounds were we out rebounded? We were out rebounded 53 to 47. So there you so go. We, we were out rebounded six by a team much bigger, and we. Let them get two more points in the paint. All right. Again, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get you into arguments with you on this. Again, several defensive lapses, which still is a concern when you have a small ball team, but a truly tremendous offensive performance. This is Raphael from NBA DraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. People are just losing their minds trying to consume Marvel products right now, and I don't blame them. This is some of the best entertainment you can get on TV and big screen right now. If something's going to be successful or not, they look at the mentions, they look at the likes, they look at the retweets and the tweets and the subtweets and the tweet tweets, and they look at all of that to say, okay, this is actually going to garner a lot of attention. Is it going to be enough, though? I think the fish out of water syndrome might be enough for somebody like us because it's going to be hilarious to watch two stoner kids we saw barely make it through high school now live in a society that they fully don't understand because they've been stuck in a decade and never came out of it. Facebook stars, not ninja stars, okay? I know how some people take things literally. So don't throw ninja stars at us, but like the Facebook stars, click on those. That's what we want. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Again, I see things on one side, you see things on the other, because we could fall easily back into those scenarios that we had earlier. How many in a row is this now? Four? This is four in a row, absolutely. And the Lakers are, yes, they're still in sixth place because Dallas won, so they're still in sixth place in the Western Conference. Carmelo off the bench hit 17, THD had 21, very promising sign. Hit one three, which is his first three in what he was one for 21, according to what ABC has had. So 17 in a row that he missed. Yeah, 17 in a row. That was very disappointing to see as far as that continuously. And he still stays outside, outside of the perimeter a little bit too much for my taste. That was a great great dunk, though, that he put tonight. Yes, when he did the crossover game tonight. And that's what he needs to do more often. He needs to stop staying out on the perimeter because everybody knows he can't shoot and they're just gifting it to him. Right, right now, he has very little confidence. It reminds me a lot of Kelly Oubre last year when he started off so terrible at the three-point area for Golden State, and everybody was just laying off him for at least the first third of the season. Now yeah. that has turned around this year. When Kelly Oubre is now actually – nothing but confidence, man. Yeah, now, really now it's all completely turned around. And you hope that happens for THD if he ever – you know, if he stays a Laker and is not traded. So, again, a, a good performance offensively. You can't ask for much better than that especially the fact that when LeBron not hitting in the first half, Malik Monk and Avery Bradley taking over, that was something I truly enjoyed and just could not get enough of. You saw the team rally around him. Carmelo Anthony is getting open looks from the three-point area. That's really good to see. THT, again, if he could just go ahead and 
cut down on the three pointers he tries to take himself. Really, it gives can be a cons, more consistent. He's really he's situation. really improved a lot. What's really helped him in his game the last two games because I think he got well, he had twenty one tonight, nineteen last game. Yes, it's the LeBron small ball spreading the floor because all of a sudden now you notice there was numerous times when he would attack the basket one on one. And there'd be four guys behind the three-point line. And he would go in and either then pass out or sometimes he would, you know, try to make a layup. But it's the spacing that's been created by having five small guys out there who can move and and having all of that open space. It's made such a difference. Um, and, then, and then LeBron. LeBron's defense has been terrific since he's been playing center. Don't keep your hands down low with the ball right there. Really? I mean, think about how strong the guy is. I mean, he was just ripping the ball from guys' hands left and right, you know. And and on top of that, you just can't, unlike unlike all of our other centers, you just cannot move the guy. Because you can hear the defensive sound when he hits the ball, and you can hear the defensive sound when 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 it's a hand. Yes. And you heard the ball a lot. Yes. So uh, I tell you right now. that, That was... That was really, you know, I mean, I thought everything, you know, I thought everything was perfect for this game. It's, it's you know, um, I'm more interested in us being a good enough team to beat other teams on our off nights. And we haven't even been able to beat other teams on our good nights. Um, but I think what we're seeing now in a kind of ironic way is, it's almost like the clouds have cleared from all of the turbulence that's happened because of COVID and the early season injuries, both LeBron and AD being out and, and, and Russ's chaotic arrival on the scene, you know, but all of a sudden I see the whole dynamic of the Lakers having shifted. And I can see the vision now very clearly that Rob Palenka had in all of the people that he brought aboard. And I can see the intelligent roster development and management by Frank Bogle and his coaching staff in that they've identified two players who are going to be gone. And we all know those two players are the two players we've been screaming about for months. Um, And yeah, maybe they didn't get there as fast as we would like them to. And maybe they identified DJ and, and Baysmore as, as players that they maybe shouldn't have signed. But they're obviously going to get rid of them to make room for buyout candidates. I, I would include Wayne Ellington in that matter as well. Yeah, I think well, Wellington is rapidly falling toward that point because you can see all of the other guys have bought into Frank Vogel's demand that they play defense. And I'm telling you, Gerald, just look at the articles that come out tomorrow. Look at the stats when they come out from NBA.com where you can actually see the defensive ratings and so forth. Don't look at the score. That's not the right way to evaluate the defense. The eye test is actually better, and the eye test tonight told me that we played a dang good defensive game. We won that game with our physicality and our defense. Now, my eye test says that it was okay at best because, again, when you're giving up 118 points, yes, I understand the pace of the game. I understand the fact that that's the way you want to go when you have a small ball lineup, but there were times, again, when the Lakers took their foot off the gas, the defense 
definitely follow the suit they're after. 48 minute game, Gerald. They're always going to be times like that. This is the NBA. Well, with the I mean, Lakers, remember this NBA, this Dan Bogdanoviches who are going again, to the Lakers, the, Lakers have the worst stat, one of the worst stats you can have in the NBA. Most leads over 10 points given up by any NBA team to well, lose. What the was game. our biggest lead tonight? Uh, it was at well, it was actually over 20 late in the game, but it was actually we during still the one despite three garbage, two garbage threes in the last minute. Yeah, but I meant that during the second quarter, it was actually up to 20, and then we lost almost lost that entire lead by the end. We still won by 16, and I understand despite that. That's two cheap threes at the last minute. Oh, yeah, no, no it's, and no again, you, you love to see the execution down the stretch was great. This is the last thing I maybe we may argue about, and that is Russell Westbrook got his sixth foul with about what's about five minutes left in the in the game. I think I have to look back exactly when it happened, but it, it happened five minutes after left they, and we had a twelve point lead. Yeah, and so by that time we take away two team. from the free throws that they got from fouling yeah. him. The yeah. ten point lead, we only increased it by six. Well, he only increased it by six, but we were up by two twenty four at one point in time during the end part of the game until those garbage. So you're, so you're saying that, that well, we, the only reason we won is Russell what fouled out. Sure. No, because again, you can't say Come best on. plus minus on the team plus 22, but I can't this say. Is why, this is why Russell Westbrook is entirely right to be righteously mad at the idiots who tell him that he doesn't contribute anything to the game. I didn't say he would. Despite I never every that. criticism, there was at least a you're, you're half a dozen it. great passes that Russ made you're, today in great plays that he made. But also, again, Bonehead plays every now and then, shot, crazy shots, execution. Got to judge the, the whole package. Yeah, I understand this whole Minus on the team. He's a, yes, again, you, that is correct. But still, it, it, to me, when you, people how many when How many turnovers? This, how many turnovers did he have turnovers. tonight? Yeah. Okay, he How many? had it, absolutely. He actually had three turnovers with along with thirteen assists. So that's what you want to 13 see. Thirteen to three. Him. That's a pretty good thirteen yes. assists. But you can't tell me if one week, Laker Tom, that you know his execution down the stretch was porous and there's mistakes. It's a, always a roller coaster ride with him. Yeah, but always. here's the thing about always the roller coaster ride. If you look at if you look at it historically, there was a great there was a great uh, graph that was tweeted that showed the season rise of his points per possession for the last three years. And all three years, he increased dramatically in the second half of the season. And we're starting to see that now. But also Russ was a contributor. Russ was a reason we won tonight. He was not a reason that we could have I'm lost. I'm not trying to get you mad. He, again, you plus, are. Plus, it's frustrating. It, wait, again, you're talking about the eye test. What's frustrating to you is the fact that I'm right and that the eye test shows for everything that he does positive, there are things that he does negative that make you scratch does your head. Does it net out? Did it net out positive? Today it did. 13 assists? Three? Today it did. Today it did. 13 assists? How many rebounds? Again, today it did. Some days it doesn't, and you've got to admit that as well. Some days he makes you. Know, you- no, I take exception. I, you know, I, I think that I think that Russ plays winning basketball, and I think that. All of the various complaints that we have heard from all of the glass half empty people who have screamed about how difficult this season has started are going to start to be shoved right down their throat and they're going to eat a lot of crow for the rest of the season. So I don't know. Belly up to the belly up to the table, Gerald, because you and Jamie and all of the other glass half empty guys are going to be eating their crow the rest of this season. 
I hope so, but I don't think so because again, remember he's one of the main reasons why he won in that second round of the bubbles because we let him play the game that he wanted to play, and that played right into the Lakers' hands. He was playing on a different team with different players in a different atmosphere but two years ago. He's the same player he's been for many years. Now, come on, you, you, you now, can't say that. He's That's a different the player because he's on a different team. And he's adjusted. I don't think he's he, well. Again, that's a different story. How many shots did he take tonight? Taking yeah, today was a great is a huh? great effort by the entire team. Because <laughs> still with him, it's always an up and down scenario where you're seeing the mistakes he's making, but you're also seeing the positives as well. He's a I reason we've won tonight. He's a reason we've won four in a row. He's in every one reason, of those games. He's also the reason why we've lost a few as well. You got to admit that. Also, the reason why we were close in a whole bunch of them when we won a lot of games. And he's also the reason why we gave up some as well. But again, I, you know, he, he's, I, the, he's, only, he's, you know, he's the only guy who's been in every single game. Give the uh, guy a little bit of credit, will you, for once? I, I, it's again, I did. I have in the past and I will. But you're, the best you're ability is availability. And Russ is out there every night fighting hard. I'm not trying to argue with you, Laker, Tom. I don't want to get you upset. Again, Russell oh, Westbrook it's, it's is just a lack of appreciation for the guy's effort and for how what he did to contribute to the win. He led the team in assists. He had a ratio of almost four to one in assist ratio. And he had a plus to 22, plus 22. And he had a plus, plus minus on the team. If he gave it to us every game, what he gave us tonight, everybody on the Lakers organization and every player on that team would be thrilled, except for you. Again, I'm telling you, if he gives us that every night, that's fine. We'll take what we can get from it. But still, there are issues, always issues with Russell Westbrook. That's why he's been on several different teams over the past few years. You've got to admit that. Come on. You've got to admit that. I'm not trying to argue with you, Laker Tom. I think he's a Hall of Fame player. I'm not disputing that. He's a Hall of Fame player, first ballot. And I think the Lakers made the right decision to trade for him, and it's going to pay off. And you're going to be wrong. And you're just hanging on to your opinion because you refuse to see the good things that he's doing and give him a fair, unbiased, objective view. I might, but my opinion does not waver from one game to the next like it does with yours on him. Because, again, this is what he does to everybody. He's such an enigma because he changes from one game to the next. One day he can't make a simple layup. One day he can't dribble the ball up the court. One day he, he does the things that are so spectacular, like you're saying, you shout you for your, to, you your have to take great pass, Russ, great pass, Russ. You got a better balance sheet up for the guy. Here's the pluses that he did. Here's the minuses that he did. Right now, it's still get, right I think today. when you look at that, you're going to find that by the end of the year, he's going to be the third superstar who wins us a championship. Today, it was definitely a good performance from him. Still, like I said, you with him, you got to go ahead and make sure you're very patient with him because still execution down the stretch. He's never played with LeBron. Him. He's never played with anybody of LeBron James stature before. You know, I noticed in the game tonight that Kevin a, Durant is not anybody he's no, playing. No, not as a leader. He's never been a leader. He's never been a vocal force in a, all I he's been, you said a guy been laughed at on social media because of his immaturity. You just um, said as a player. So. As a player, he's a great player, but he's not hes not a great player in the sense of a team leader who can get you to play the game differently and get you to adjust. And I believe that Russ has dramatically adjusted his game. And the reason he's done it is because of LeBron James. All right. 
We'll see what happens again. I don't mind at all being proven wrong if that means for another championship for 18 for the Lakers. I'll take that well, all day long. That's the one thing that's always true of both of us. That we would rather the Lakers win than we be right. That is no correct. Doubt about that. No, I have doubt, no about doubt about that. that. I, I don't want to get you mad. Not to have your priorities in the right frame of mind. For I'll that. take 18 banners over me. But I've, any I've, day I've decided that I'm going to defend Russ. As long as he continues to play well like he's doing, I'm going to defend him because I do think that he is being unfairly maligned, not necessarily by you, Gerald, but the general press has just been merciless. I mean, these guys, these reporters ask questions that even a fan like I would have think twice about being so rude as to ask Westbrook and the manner in which they ask them. And I'm not saying you're you're wrong on that because you look out on social media, it is clearly divided on social media when it comes to Russell Westbrook, as those who are important against him. Polarizing is exactly the right word to describe him. He's he's polarizing. He's polarizing, you know. I mean, he's probably next to Donald Trump, he might be the most polarizing guy in the world right now. Do we have to go ahead and go down that road right now, please? Can we not just can we just keep the podcast at a certain level? Man, what can you say? All right. Well, two shots in a row on that. Okay. <laughs> two episodes in a row. Please stay off the stuff. Let's go ahead and try and keep it on focus on the game and the tremendous offensive performance. Yeah. But once again, the Lakers do win 134 to 118. We'll be back. Great At win. least Great Laker win. Tom and I will be back on Sunday, hopefully giving you a celebrate a five game celebrate yes. five game win streak giving you a good report on that hopefully russell westbrook and the whole entire lakers crew can do the same thing on sunday as they did today but we'll be back on sunday if you have any questions for laker tom go ahead be part of the conversation today at lakerholics.com or check him out on twitter at laker tom of course we're at lakers fast break on twitter or if you have a question for us feel free to leave it in the comments and facebook Love the comments on YouTube. Truly appreciate it. You guys are doing a great job on both those places, but also Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo. Once again, we'll be back on Sunday. Looking forward to it. Hopefully we can go ahead and slow down John Morant just enough to go ahead and get the victory. Well, it was good practice with Trey tonight, you know. I thought they did a good job holding it down. Well, let's see if we can do two in a row on these great 25 guards. points is a lot less than 56. That is true. That is true indeed. But once again, we'll be back on Sunday to report on the Memphis game right here at the Lakers Fast Break.